Hey friends, hope you're all staying as safe and healthy and comfortable as possible, and that you're taking care of all the people and pets that are important to you. If you're listening to this podcast episode on the day of its release, Happy Halloween! If you're like me and you love candy, and if you're allowed to consume it, I hope you got to have some of your favorite treats. Either my wife didn't buy any candy or she hid it really well, because I haven't seen a fun size anything today. Anyway, I'm sure something sweet will appear before the kids come knocking. Folks, you're listening to the People Are the Enemy podcast. I'm the host of the show. My name is Andy Mascola. There are no ads on this podcast, and there is no Patreon set up for it. The only thing I've ever asked of listeners is if you love the show and if you'd like to help support it and myself monetarily and get yourself or the reader in your life some fine fiction, please consider purchasing any or all of my books. I'm the author of 10 novels that are all currently available worldwide in both paperback and ebook formats via Amazon. And if you don't use Amazon, you can find all of my titles in ebook format at Google Play. If you've already purchased any or all of my books, thank you, thank you, thank you. I sincerely appreciate your generous patronage. And with all that out of the way, here's the quirky theme song. People Are the Enemy listeners, this is episode 252 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. I don't have a lot of time, so I'm going to uh, I'm going to begin by eulogizing this man here. You hear that? You recognize that voice? Yeah. For those who don't know, that's Jerry Lee Lewis. We lost Jerry Lee Lewis this past week, 87 years old. A little bit more of him here. from uh, the Ed Sullivan show in 1980 sorry 1969 1980 <laughs> no that was from uh, that was Jerry Lee Lewis performing on the Ed Sullivan show in 1969 uh, Jerry Lee Lewis no doubt uh, a controversial figure absolutely a wild man of rock and roll married his 13 year old cousin what yes he did my goodness well you grow up in Louisiana in the 30s and I guess you in the 50s, you marry your 13-year-old your cousin. That's just how it happens. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Is that a bad thing to say? Oh, dear Lord. Yeah. Well, a wild man, and uh, some. there's some amazing Jerry Lee Lewis stories if you look into his background. I don't know how many of them are true. I, he was rumored to have once showed up at Elvis uh, at Elvis's place, i.e. Graceland, with a gun. <laughs> he denied that. 
I don't know. Look, look, I'm not going to get into the man's business, and I'm not going to keep you much longer, but I do want to play this clip from... Um, from Arsenio. Check this out. Uh, this is Jerry Lee Lewis talking about his authenticity. This is from 1989. Check this out. A lot of folks out there may not think I'm as good as I am, but I think I am. <laughs> That's debatable. Yeah, yeah. I'm still fighting. Yeah. You, uh, you sometimes wish you had been more private. Well, not really. I don't think so. I would have been a phony if I had a been. Mm-hmm. I, I am what I am, and if I had hid a bunch of things that I'd done, then I would have been hiding and lying to my private, to my fans right here. Mm -hmm. I can't do that. And uh, I think in the long run, I'll be right. But it did cost me a lot of money, yeah, if you want to look at it that way. When history's written, you'll be the hero for being truthful? Well, that remains to be saying, too, but I am a truthful person. I don't believe in lying. I don't think it would it benefit me to lie. I don't lie. Yeah. Because you really don't lie. Not much. <laughs> no, I don't. Well, I love that. I love that. Authenticity. Yeah. Again, a wild man. Controversial. Absolutely. But one of the pioneers of rock and roll. Rest in peace, Jerry Lee Lewis. Uh, died this past week at the age of 87. I'm going to hand things over right now to Rachel from Des Moines with the chart chat. Take it away, Rachel. Thanks, Andy. Hello, and welcome back to Rachel's Chart Chat for another week. I want to start off with a personal apology to listener Jill. We were texting about a recent ep, and she mentioned Little River Band as the group David Cross references in his Light Up Atlanta bit from his first album. I was like, no, that's Pablo Cruz. But I did concede Cross had also mentioned LRB at some point on the album because I could hear their name being said derisively in his voice. Well, I finally re-listened to Light Up Atlanta again, and he mentions Little River Band and Pablo Cruz in the bit. It's track two on Shut Up You Fucking Baby, if you want to listen. Content warning for the R and F slurs. And David, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but both bands are better than you imply from context and tone of voice. And they're both on the 70s chart this week, along with the Champagne Jam Havers themselves, the Atlanta Rhythm Section. It's October 20th of 1979, so let's get into it. Starting off at number 95 is Cherie and Marie Curry with Since You've Been Gone. And number 95 was as high as this would get. Uh, this is the Russ Ballard Since You've Been Gone. I think Rainbow has the best known version. This is uh, Cherie's second album post uh, her time in The Runaways. And I read on Wikipedia that uh, her twin sister Marie had joined her on stage for encores on her first solo tour. So they decided they wanted to make an album together. And the album was called Messin' With The Boys. At number 82 is This Is It by Kenny Loggins, and this would make it to number 11. This was co-written by Kenny with Michael McDonald, uh, who also appears doing backing vocals on the song. This is the first single from Keep the Fire, and he won a Grammy for Best Male Pop Vocal Performance. At number 78 is Slip Away by Ian Lloyd. This would make it to number 50. And I first became familiar with this song on the Cars uh, compilation, Just What I Needed. I guess I didn't read, scrutinize the liner notes well enough, but uh, it turns out that they had given, you know, Rick Ocasek wrote this song and gave it to Ian Lloyd to release. 
and uh, the Cars one actually had not been released until that uh, comp, and I believe it was officially just a demo. Ian Lloyd was the lead singer of the group Stories, known for their song Brother Louie, and I read on Wikipedia he is still active in music today. And speaking of the Cars, they're here at number 71 with their song It's All I Can Do, which was the third single off of their second album, Candio. And Benjamin Orr does lead vocals on this one, as he did on Drive and some of the other singles. Just to make it to number 41, I say it's probably a lesser, you know, not as high charting as some of the other Cars songs, maybe lesser known. So I wanted to feature it here. I did read that this was in the movie The Wedding Singer. By coincidence, Ladies Night is on the charts at number 72. At number 86 is the song Driver's Seat by the group Sniff and the Tears. And this would make it to number 15. And they were a UK band and they got their name because they were going to be called the Tears, but their lead singer had hay fever and sniffled a lot, so someone suggested that they'd be Sniff and the Tears. This is off of their first album, Fickle Heart. Didn't really make much of a splash apart from this, but I really love this song. It's so unique. Been a fan since the 70s Saturday Night Days. Kind of right in that new wave, just interesting stuff pocket, I guess I would say. At number 64 is a song I really love called If You Want It by the group Night Flight. This would make it to number 37, just cracking the top 40. And they were a funk group from Miami, led by Howard Johnson and Sandy Toronto. And that's a guy, Sandy. And this came off of their self-titled first album. The album cover is really intriguing by itself. Like if you just saw it, it looks like a like you're inside of a spaceship at the controls. Kind of a Starship Enterprise kind of thing, but with a you know, beautiful purples and blue color scheme. They had another album after that, and then the two split up, and but both continued on in music. This is just a song that this is the type of thing that this is why I want to do this, I share songs like this with people, because this should be way more known, because it's a beautiful song, it's amazing, has a great groove, great vocals, just love it. At number 47, we have Kiss with their song Sure Know Something, and 47 was as high as this would get. This is off of their seventh studio album in 79, which really that fact kind of blew my mind when I read it, noting that they started in 74. And this, uh, the album is called Dynasty, is considered their sort of their disco era. Sure Know Something was the second single after I Was Made For Loving You, so that's pretty disco right there. Sure Know Something, I feel like I'm a moderate Kiss fan, but I didn't know this one until becoming more of a chart fanatic, but I really like it. I love the, the tempo of it and the vocals and just has kind of a, a cool groove. The song was written by Paul Stanley and Vinny Poncia. At uh, number 37 is You're Only Lonely by J.D. Souther. This will make it to number 7. And J.D. had been in the Eagles and some other bands. Um, he was a, known as a songwriter, wrote some songs for Eagles as well as Linda Ronstadt. I read that he was influenced by Roy Orbison, but it does have a citation needed by it. Although I feel like when you listen to this song, the influence is clear if he wants to, you know, admit it or not. And so this was a song I had probably heard many times and had no particular opinion on it. But then due to the way the year-end charts are calculated, this one ended up on the 1980 Top 100 of the Year. And I got to hear it right in a row with this one and then Cool Change by Little River Band and Air Supplies All Out of Love. So three kind of, you know, melancholy sort of songs, and I gained a new appreciation for it. Continuing in 79, at number six is Donna Summer with Dim All the Lights. This will make it to number two. 
And Donna wrote this song. It was produced by Giorgio Moroder and Pete Bellot. And this was her sixth consecutive top five hit on the Hot 100. And it was the third single off of her album, Bad Girls. She was also on the charts at this time with a duet with Barbara Streisand called No More Tears, Enough is Enough. Uh, but Dim All the Lights is a great one. It maybe gets overshadowed by some of Donna Summer's other singles. Oddly enough, I have to admit this, I first came to know it off of an episode of Bob's Burgers, where Bob put the CD in the player and danced in the family living room. And uh, finally from the 70s this week, a number four is the Commodores with Sail On. And uh, that was as high as that one would get. This one, you can uh, really hear the country influences. And uh, Lionel Richie is from Tuskegee, Alabama. And he's spoken about, you know, growing up listening to a lot of country music and how that influenced his uh, songwriting and performing. This, I really love this ballad. Every element just works so perfectly. The vocal harmonies and the instrumentation and the drumming specifically, I think really adds a lot to the song. Moving on to the 80s, this week we are back in 1980 again after only six weeks. So I just have kind of a few picks for you here. At uh, number 89 is the group Zap with their song More Balance to the Ounce. And number 86 is, would be a word of peak, but it was a number two hit on the R&B chart. This is the first single off of their first album. And it was written, arranged, and composed by Roger Troutman. And it was produced with Roger Troutman and Bootsy Collins. The band had Roger as well as three of his brothers, Larry, Lester, and Terry. And I learned something new that the nickname Zap was Brother Terry's nickname, and then they took it for the name of the band. And you sometimes will see them credited as Zap and Roger. And I learned that the song inspired Tom Tom Club's Genius of Love. At uh, number 84 is Air Supply with Every Woman in the World. This was the third single off of their fifth album. I think I came to appreciate this one a lot from the movie The Heat. There's a really funny scene where the Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy just get absolutely hammered in a bar and it quick cuts to them slow dancing to this song. And this will make it to number five. At uh, number 75 is the B-52s with Private Idaho. That would make it one more notch to 74. And this was the first single off of their second album, Wild Planet. And the songwriting is credited to all the band members. Now this did make it to number five on the Dance Club Play chart. And I read this was also in The Wedding Singer. And I saw on Wikipedia, it says that the B-52s played Idaho for the first time in September of 2011. The town called Eagle, which is near Boise. I first heard of this via the movie, the title of the movie, uh, My Own Private Idaho, directed by Gus Van Sant. Um, and I saw that he did get it from, it would be crazy if he came up with that and tried to claim he came up with it independently, but he said, it's said that he heard it playing while he was in Idaho. And uh, this is, I have to admit, I put Christopher Cross Never Be the Same on the chart picks, but then I was looking at my notes and I saw that it was on one of the early, very early installments. So I thought it'd be worth mentioning again, just because I could play a clip for you now when I couldn't before, and I could actually give you a few facts about it. Uh, it's at number 40 this week. It would make it to number 15. Um, it definitely had staying power if it was still on the charts in February 7th of 81, but it did give me, now I have to be aware that we're getting close to looping around to songs that may have been, you know, uh, already on the chart when we started doing, or, you know what I mean? So I guess I'm glad that I have my weird uh, tendencies towards Excel and taking a lot of notes. Well, that's all from me this week. Thanks so much for listening. Back to you, Andy. Thank you, Rachel. Awesome stuff.
This has been episode 252 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Our theme song is Walrus Love by Nokia Ocean. You can find that song and more at pizzapuppies.bandcamp.com. My name is Andy Mascoli. You can purchase my novels via Amazon and other online book retailers in both paperback and ebook formats for as little as $1.99. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you, Rachel from Des Moines. We love you. Peace.